Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are live. So four things you must do now. Uh, We promised this list. We're going to um, give it to you. And this is the four things you must be taking action on now. This is my fourth or fifth presentation on these notes so far today Mm -hmm. and we've made them uh better on every um you know we've done we've been on some other podcasts we've been doing some private presentations to brokerages and to our own premier coaching premier coaching elite coaching clients so we have refined these points down to four points and we want you guys to write these things down but i want to start out by saying that we're all going to get through this and everything on the other end of this is going to be as right as rain. And I know if some of you are in, there's various stages and you guys, you know, you guys can research this yourself, but a lot of you are caught still in the fear phase of not want, knowing what to do. You're waiting for someone to tell you the exact things you should be doing. And that's what these four things are. So this is called four things you must be doing now. We want you to write these things down and we're going to give you some drilled down details on these things. But look, the worst thing you can do is nothing because you will suffer needlessly if you're um, not taking action. And by action, I mean massive action right now. Not doing what you're supposed to be doing in a market like this during essentially a historic time that we're going through, which I still haven't completely emotionally accepted myself. But we are going through the first global pandemic of the modern era. And as a result of that, everything's going to change. Um, Julie and I, I think I wrote down, what, 10 points? We're going to talk about it tomorrow or next week with regards to the things that we predict are going to happen. The mortgage programs that are going to be coming out and the other sort of save the economy type programs are going to be coming out of Washington, D.C. are going to be amazing, spellbinding, just things you could never even have imagined. And I'll, I'll give you guys just a flavor of that before we get to our first point. We are predicting... Not only will a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, uh, the new normal for those will be starting you know, with a 2%. In other words, we're expecting very soon that you're going to see a normal 30-year fixed rate mortgage start at 2%. Refinance, do all the things you can do to help buyers realize this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But we're going to see mortgage standards change. The government's going to do everything it can to get the banks to do it, and they're already putting in place uh, things for that. You're going to see literal cash handouts from the government. We wrote about this on timandjulieharris.com. So and make sure you're going to that website every single day. We're putting up four and five news stories a day. Um, we're trying to keep up with the news cycle of everything you guys should know about. You're going to see things like, uh, I mean, like I said, literal cash payments. You're going to be receiving probably $1,000 per adult and $500 per kid. Those checks will arrive in your mailbox sometime in April, believe it or not. Next thing you're going to see is we believe, and I haven't heard anyone, I, we've only picked up breadcrumbs about this, but we believe the government's going to tell every major bank to give everyone a mortgage payment holiday. I don't know what it's going to be called. That's what we're calling it. So we expect probably the next 30 to 60 days there to be 
a moratorium. There already is a moratorium on foreclosures and evictions, but we think it's going to go to the next level. And every mortgage in the country that's basically government insured, which is 99% of them, are going to basically not be, uh, the people aren't going to have to make their payments. That's, going to, that's what's going to happen in order to basically shore up cash flow. So this is going to be, this um, plague basically is going to have a far reaching effect, not just on the economy, obviously the health issue, which Julie and I don't drill down on. We don't talk about that that much because there's so much information out there. We're focused on making sure you guys stay in action and make money. And that's what really matters here. Because ultimately, this is a problem that probably 50% of us are going to develop this virus in the country. That's pretty much a foregone conclusion at this point. Um, the re health ramifications, again, we're not health experts, so we're not going to talk a lot about that. But is this something that we that the, the horse has already left the barn and this is the problem that we're going to have to deal with? That's fine. We'll get through it. What's going to happen is going to happen. But what Julie and I are focused on is making you realize and making you stay in connection with that, okay, so what? You have the health problem. Many of you will have no long-term ramifications of it, negative ramifications. Many of you will get through it just fine. Statistically, what I'm saying is true. But what you won't get through just fine are the results of the inactions that you are essentially, that are taking place right now in many of your lives. In other words, the normal you know, contact a paycheck cycle when you come in contact with a buyer or seller in a normal market is say, you know, 90 to 120 days. And some of your markets where the hot seller's market has been going on forever, it's been maybe 30 to 60 days or say 45 to 60 days, somewhere in there. But now what you're going to see is your contact to paycheck cycle is going to be more like 180 days or longer. You're going to see things sit on the market longer. You're going to see buyers change their mind, go hot and cold on you constantly. You're going to see all these things that you've never experienced before, many of you in your real estate uh, careers. And I want you to know that we have. We've coached agents through cycles that were similar to this. I'm not going to be, I cannot say with confidence that this is going to have, uh, that, that this is going to, it, it resembles after September 11th. It resembles 2007, 2008. But the reality of it is, if I'm holding nothing back, this is going to be much more severe because this is going to have far more, uh, frankly, devastating effects on the finances of most average Americans. It will cause, without a doubt, a precipitous drop in employment. There's going to be higher unemployment. There's going to be um, a recession. There's going to be all this horribleness that's going to happen. You have to make a decision whether or not you're going to needlessly suffer and we're going to give you four things you should do now or whether you're going to fight back and you're going to stop watching CNN. You're going to stop looking for, you know, what you should be doing. You're going to stop. You're actually maybe for the first time, certainly in your real estate careers, going to finally do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's what this market is all about. What I'm hoping I do um, and Julie and I do on this podcast is convince you that you're going to get through this and you're probably going to be stronger if you take the right actions, but also scare you into being essentially doing nothing and being complacent. What you're going to have to do is probably what you've never done before because it involves real work. There are no shortcuts in this marketplace. There are no buying leads from Zillow. There are no direct, camp direct mail campaigns that are going to do anything. There are no open house. All the things you think it took to make you successful in the past real estate market were all mostly a facade and you thought they worked, but the reality of it was, is 
the houses were selling themselves. And I know some of you are going to be offended that I said that, but it's still true. In a hot seller's market, you could do nothing other than put a sign in the yard, price it right, put it in the MLS, and it'll sell itself. In a hot seller's market, what I just said is true. All the other stuff, the marketing and the glamour shots and the parties and all that, is mostly to placate the sellers. Remember, Julie and I sold real estate. I know what I'm talking about. And mostly, basically, to try to generate more leads. It wasn't to sell the house. The houses sold themselves in a hot seller's market. Many of you have only sold real estate in a market like that. By many of you, I mean pretty much all of you listening to us right now. In the market that we're entering into, it isn't like that. You're going to have to deal with the emotions of people that if you're not mentally prepared, if your mindset is in the right place, but more importantly, if your skill set is in the right place, you won't make it because you're not going to know how to you know, essentially talk a seller through what this market is going to essentially entail for them to successfully sell their house or a buyer. You're not going to know how to explain to folks basically the dynamics of a market like this. In the past market, you haven't had to. In the past market, you just you could buy buyer leads. You could maybe just show up to a seller's house and not have a formalized presentation. Sellers weren't that selective who they chose, so they just chose mostly people that they knew socially. That's the center of influence and past client thing really worked well. In the market that we're entering into, it doesn't work like that. Everything's different. I, look, if you're listening to me talk right now and you're not liking what I'm saying, ask yourself why you're not liking what I'm saying. It's not because you don't know what I'm saying is not true. You know it's true. It's because you're trying to resist making a change. Please don't do that. If you do, you and your family are needlessly going to suffer. We have seen it happen through all the past resets in the economy and real estate. We have seen the real, unbelievably horrible things that can happen to people just on the, on the root level. They're scarred mentally, emotionally, forever. And financially, many of them are people are still licking the wounds from the last reset and now we're into this one, right? Guys, look, the pain that you suffer after you know what you do, after you know what to do, if you choose to not do it, it is your own fault. It's not the economy. It's not the housing market. It's not the president. It's not this and the other thing. If you know what to do and you choose not to do it, it's your own fault. And that's where we're at with this. So we want you to move past fear as fast as you can and move into massive action now. That's what it's really going to take. Julie, you had a great premiere call today. Yes, I and, did, actually. And you, started, yeah, <laughs> and you started the call out with essentially things that they're celebrating, victories. Yes, Talk about that. victory dances. I, I had an all call for victory dances is what we call it. And it was just story after story. I actually had to stop them so I could take some questions because we usually do a lot of real estate questions on that call. And, you know, it was everything from a new agent who just got their first listing. I, first of all, I liked that his first deal was a listing. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> got that in contract. That's closing soon. His second deal is a buyer who he has in buyer agency. That's pretty rock star for a beginning agent. So he's already got his two deals cooking. Then I had several grizzled veterans talking about the closings that they just had today, those closings they've got scheduled for next week and beyond. Uh, we had stories about new listings, both commercial and residential. It was fast and furious. It wasn't just like one little random blip. It was lots of great business happening. Now, I'll tell you, one of the things that we're seeing is sellers are pretty anxious to take those offers. We're seeing less back and forth. They're saying, yeah, you know what? How fast can you close? And so now we're having some diagnostics with, you know, the mortgage lending going on and how title agents are handling things. But deals are absolutely happening. And I was so proud of them. You know, of course, these are agents who are showing up to coaching 
who are taking action, who are getting their skill set going. And, you know, I, I thought it was great. It was a, a very uh, fast-paced call, and we're going to do another one tomorrow. So we're going to change the format, my dear, on today's sure. podcast. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read the point. All righty. And you're going to backfill. <laughs> Okay, so put put. Well, See how it goes. Why are you laughing? Why did you just give me that look? Because you don't. I know why. Because you don't think I'll be able to keep my mouth shut. We'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge on. Okay. All right. We have four points, and then Julie and I are going to give you um, basically all the detail you'd possibly want. All right. Point number one. Point number one is put your own mask on first. Check your mindset. Stock your fridge. Organize your kids. What do you mean by that, Julie? Yeah, well, and we're going to stop, you know, pounding that point into the ground because it's about damn time you guys got this fridge stocked and, and stopped the denial behavior, stopped rocking in the corner while you watched CNN. This is real, period. There is no question about it. It doesn't matter what your opinion is about it. It doesn't matter what your prognostication is about it. It's happening. It's real. You have to take care of yourself why? Because if you don't take care of yourself and your family first, you're doing, going to do a pretty crappy job taking care of all of your past clients, center of influence, your leads, and your active deals. You realize the irony of the point of put your own mask on first? Yes, I know. You and I have been saying that for freaking 25 years. I know. I and know. we were always in our heads we referring- We didn't really know we meant an actual mask. We did not. I mean, <laughs> I mean I just, that just actually, that just hit me like a box of bricks, me right? Too. I mean, th- we've been saying that forever because it's obviously what you hear when you're in an airplane. Yeah. But now we're saying put your own mask real. on first and it pertains to a freaking pandemic who saw that coming damn virus yeah. exactly damn but, virus. but the point is that we're gonna we're gonna get off of this point because at some point we have to assume yep. that you have gotten it together now i have a quick cautionary tale about this you were talking about previous experiences 9 11 2007 and 8 when we unfortunately observed some of you guys taking too long and i remember and then there's lots and lots of these stories, unfortunately, but, but the one that stuck with me the most because uh, I had coached her for quite some time and, you know, you kind of get detached to people sometimes <laughs> and we'll just call her Barbara. She, because uh, that was her name, had, yeah, she had previously, you know, had a, a really great average uh, GCI of 300 to 400,000 a year, 20 plus years in the business, had her, her uh, townhome paid off, had her car paid off was just rocking it during the boom. It was really, I would say by all measures, a pretty strong agent, but most of her business was past client center of influence. And she waited and didn't think it was going to happen to her. Didn't think it could happen to her market. Nope, we're going to wait it out. I Maybe I'm not going to have to learn that skill because it's just going to pass me by. After all, my last deal had 10 offers on it and waited and waited and waited. And what happened? Refinanced, pulled the equity out. Okay, used to have it, have it paid off. So she lived on that for a while, still didn't get her skill set going. That money ran out, okay? Then she ends up selling it because she couldn't keep up with her own payments. Ends up living with her sister in her sister's basement. I was having coaching calls on what was left, which was basically her cell phone, okay? Take action, take action, take action. She let it get that far. You cannot get used to that dwindling lifestyle because it's so much harder to put it back together, especially those of you who are grizzled veterans and you've been at it a long time and you had to get it back together the last round. You want to go through that again? It's so much harder when you're older, when you're worried about your health, when you're worried about your family, you don't have time to blow this off. Okay. What we're going to do at the end here, we're going to go longer than our normal 30 minutes. Can you, Julie? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, so I want to get to, so they know, we're going to tell them exactly what they need. Yes. So guys, our whole theme that you're only going to be hearing from Julie and I for the rest of the year, by the way, we're calling this a gap year because it's going to be a gap year for probably the economy. Well, and they for might most not of- know what that really refers to. A gap year in Europe 
is, you know, you graduate from high school and those kids don't always go right to college. They take a gap year and they travel. They, you know, they put the backpack on and they, well, back then before the virus. Okay. So then you get on a bus, you go see the world. That's the year that you take off between high school and college to do stuff. Well, now this is being called a gap year because we all have had such a massively hard reset that, you know, this is going to be a unique year. And people aren't leaving their house. There's that. Right. I mean, so there's, you know, anyway, so here it is. Um, Point number two, just moving on, is keep your deals together, be creative, uh, and don't lose, don't let deals die. What do you mean by that, Julie? Seems yeah. pretty evident. Well, you know, you can take somebody who has maybe pre-qualified with a lender that isn't doing a great job, is backed up, take them to a different lender, better rate, change their terms. You've got to be creative, right? I'm seeing uh, some inspection issues that people are having to creatively save and say, you know what, Mr. Seller, I know that you don't really want to deal with this $5,000 inspection issue, but if we let this deal go, you're probably going to be taking less and waiting longer. And then the seller says, you know what, I hadn't thought about it that way. So the point is, is in a market like this, don't let any deal die. And if you can make, you know, obviously ethically, if you can make money from it, do it. There's, you say no to, you say no to nothing. Everything's a yes. That's a critical point. We told you guys that were paying attention to us back in 0708, say yes to everything, say no to nothing. Okay. That's right. And if that means some money's better than no money and you have to chip in 250 bucks to fix some little silly problem, then you do it. You say, yes, that would be my pleasure. You don't let your deals die. Ultimate addendum. So those of you who are in Premier Coaching, um, you want to go to log into Harris Learning and you want to download the ultimate addendum. And the ultimate addendum should be attached to every single transaction you do. And what the ultimate addendum is designed to do is basically make sure that you don't accidentally, as a listing agent, go in contract with a buyer that cannot perform. The ultimate addendum is designed to root out flaky lender letters. This, is, this podcast is not about that. Ultimate addendum, but premier, related, co- premier coaching members, make sure you get the download. You download the ultimate addendum. Point number three, Julie. Uh, don't lose listings. Massive communication. The motivated will sell. Do virtual tours. Uh, use letters of intent with buyers. Uh, take it all online. Let me get started on this point, sure. Julie. So this is point number three. So your existing sellers, do not let them take the house off the market. Do not let them basically, uh, they're in fear mode too, like some of you still are in. Do not let them basically shut their world down. If they are motivated to sell, you need to get them sold. That's how you're going to pay your bills. The worst thing you can do is allow your fear to scare your sellers into taking their houses off the market. And I know what some of you are going to do. You're going to say, you're going to agree. You're not going to know what to say. You're not skilled enough to convince the sellers to keep the houses on the market, even if they have to sell. And you're going to say, well, let's just wait a few months for the house for the uh, virus to go away. And we're going to put the house back on the market. A few months from now, hopefully the virus, the it's come and gone as far as the peak of it. But the financial fallout from this is going to last at least a year, maybe longer. Trust me when I tell you guys, the best time for that seller to sell their house is now, not six months from now or a year from now. And if you don't know how, which most of you don't, to pre-qualify the seller, know what their actual motivation is, that would be job number one if I were actually coaching you. It asks for a list of your coaching or your listings, and I'd go through the motivation of every one of the sellers. The next question I'd ask is what they owe, and then we'd start doing some uh, analysis on what you're asking for the house, and we'd start doing some net sheets, and we'd see who basically is the most motivated, who has the most equity, and then we'd go after price changes. That's what you need to be doing in a market like this. Okay, so let's talk. Let's pause just for a second before we get to point number four. This makes me think of some of their common objections that we we have been talking about in Premier Coaching. 
and there's two flavors of this. One is the seller who hasn't just has not listed just yet and they're getting nervous and maybe they want to wait. And the other one is the existing listing that is thinking about maybe taking a break because they want to watch, you know, see the dust settle and get through this. And you and I had talked about how to handle that. One is, do you think the house will be worth more or less 90 days from now, six months from now, we are almost assuredly headed for a recession. Definitely people are going to be losing their jobs. So there's two parts to that. Will the house be worth more or less if we wait? And secondly, do you think there will be more or fewer qualified buyers for that house, considering there will be people losing their jobs and losing their income? Now, that conversation doesn't work on the truly unmotivated who can sit on it and wait. That's when you say next and you keep on your prospecting calls and you save the rest of your deals. But the ones that are thinking about selling anytime in the next, what, now until two or three years from now, this is the time. That's right. And so these are scripts and these are skills and this is the type of technique that you're going to need to develop. You should have already developed it already, frankly, that is necessary in a changing market. You never say lower the price. We're just saying lower the price to you. But this is just for example, you need to change the way you talk to sellers and buyers for that matter. Otherwise, you're going to, without knowing it, cause them to have a negative reaction. No one, for example, wants to hear the words lowering the price. But saying this, Mr. Seller, we need to reposition the house on the market so we correctly reflect the market's expectations or the buyer's expectations. Nobody takes offense to that. But the big fight that all of you guys are going to have is I wonder what percent of you, the tens of thousands that are going to listen to this, what percent of you don't even know how to take listings and you're so dependent on buyers? I'm sorry. If you're dependent on buyers, you are. if you do not change your approach and start focusing primarily on listings and you think you're going to be able to weather this storm focusing on buyers... You're not because the buyers are going to be the ones that back out the fastest. They're going to come and go. They're going to change their motivation. They're all going to say, I'm waiting for interest rates to drop. They're all going to say, I'm waiting for prices to drop. They're all going to do what most everyone does is they just wall up and they go into their little rabbit holes and they hopefully wait out the storm. That's what everyone's going to do. That's the reason we've always coached you guys to go after the most motivated uh, of all the types of real estate transactions, so there's a have to sell seller, an absolute have to sell seller, someone who has to sell the house. There's no such thing as a has to have to buy buyer. They don't exist. Buyers can always change their mind. In a market like this, they're going to change their mind. In a seller, when you're dealing with motivated sellers, they still have to sell no matter what's going on in the market. But many of you have never developed the skills on how to be a listing agent. You don't know how to. Guys, look, one of the biggest booms, one of the biggest opportunities of all of our professional lives to make money helping people is about to happen. It's going to be a absolute gold mine for some of you who finally embrace the idea that you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And we're going to get to those points, um, the little sub points yeah. after point number four, and I'll read it, Joel. Okay. Ready? Point number four. And Julian, this one we have to tie in the real estate treasure map. <clears throat> point number four. 5x or five times your lead generation and literally in a market like this we want you to be on the phone on the phone all day long and here, okay so how do you know what that means 5x versus like what you're doing now which is nothing so let's talk about specifically what that means you're going to complete your real estate treasure map and the way you're going to get your real estate treasure map is you're going to text the word harris h-a-r-r-i-s to 31996 when you text the word Harris to 31996, we're going to send you a link. You're going to download the real estate treasure map and you're going to complete it. And the whole point of the treasure map is figuring out what your real estate magic number is. Here's what the basic punchline is. 
There is a certain number of listings that you need at all times to meet or exceed your financial um, obligations, your financial desires, all that. You need to know what that number is. So let's say you determine from doing the real estate treasure map that you need five listings at all times or 10 listings at all times. In a market like this, you're going to have to, the treasure map is going to help you work through the math. But what you're going to see is if you've done the treasure map a year ago and you determined you needed five listings at all times, you need to redo it because what you're going to realize is the days in the market's extending and you might end up needing 15 listings at all times in a market like this just because of the fact that things are taking longer to sell so you can have consistent cash flow. I might be talking hieroglyphs <laughs> to some of you. Um, and I get that. So the only way for you to understand what I'm saying is just text through it, Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to 31996. But here's what you've got to do. Let's say you do determine your magic number of listings that you need to have at all times is five at all times. That means we want you to make 25 real contacts per day to sellers, people that have to sell, not circle prospecting, not centers of influence and past clients. Those are all good sources. I'm not saying don't do those things, but those are the least motivated people you could be contacting. They're the easiest calls you can make, but the least effective and the least motivated. What we want you to do is call the people that already have their hands in the air and say, yes, I have a house to sell now. Please help me do it. For sale by owners, expireds, Notice the defaults. There's so many sources that we teach you as part of the coaching program. We tell you what to say. We tell you how to say it. We give you the techniques, the scripts. We give you the motivation. We give you everything that you need. You are locked into your house for maybe the next 60 days. You have nothing to do. Now you do. You have to make calls. If you already are making calls, you need to 5x the number of calls you're making every single day. Look, guys, you got nothing better to do. You know you don't. You can't be holding open houses. You know, basically, you're not allowed to hold open houses. You can't be literally, you can't leave your house. In some cities, you're going to see airports being shut down. You can't leave. You're in your house. Step away from the Facebook. Step away from the news channels. Step away from all the noise and the static that's just causing you fear. And step into action. Do exactly what we're telling you on these four points. So the four points were uh, put your own mask on first was point number one. Point number two is keep your deals together. Point number three is don't lose listings. Point number four is five extra lead generation. If you're still fearing, feeling fear after these four points, if you're still feeling overwhelmed after these four points, embrace it, but don't allow it to cause you to not take action. The worst thing you could do is feel the fear, and because the fear is so overwhelming, it just causes you to basically go back in your emotional hole. Push through the fear by taking action. And look, we're not going to waste any time talking about your mindset, okay? And I'll tell you why. Because that is just mental masturbation at the end of the day that's not really going to move the needle for you when you need money. If you want to feel better about life in general, I'll give you a little suggestion. Earn money. Make it so that you don't have to worry about how you're going to pay your bills in 60 to 90 days. The reason you're feeling fear is because it's unclear how you're going to earn money in 60 to 90 days. Make that problem go away and magically your mindset will improve. Your mindset always improves when you're in action, sitting around and thinking and reading and pontificating uh, about your mindset and your big why. That is a luxury that you cannot afford. All right. So now we're going to talk about, uh, Julie, what's next? That was point number four. Those were our four points. All right. So the sub points now. Okay. So here's what you guys need to be doing. Everything needs to be based on the phone. Everything's on all the phone work. Do you not see this? Yeah, right. I know that. So we need to tell them to be doing BPOs, Julie. Things like that. The yes. practical, tactical things. All right. So every single one of you, before it's too late, need to be doing um, BPOs. 
And I, you probably don't even know what well, it is. Well, what is a broker? What is a BPO? It's right. a broker price opinion. It's basically a slightly more complicated advanced uh, CMA, which you're all used to doing the comparative market analysis. It is somewhere between a CMA and an appraisal. Once you start doing them, once you've done a few of them, they're super easy to do. There's not that much to it. And who hires you to do that? You have anywhere from uh, lenders to um, just different entities who are asking for a price evaluation without having to pay for a full-blown appraisal. This happens all day, every day. It's already started to uptick with all of the refinances. So look at it this way. You usually make an average of $50 to $75 per BPO. What are you being paid now to do CMAs that may or may not go anywhere? Okay, so look at your CMA practice as a prequel to being paid for your BPOs. Um, once you start getting, unless they're complicated, if they're you know normal residential stuff, you can crank them out in an hour or less. The first one that you do, of course, because you've never done it before, is going to take a while, and that's why God created BPO coaching. Yeah, well, so we're going to talk about BPO cash flow, I think, tomorrow. Is that yes. right? Yep. Okay, we're going to talk about it tomorrow, but here's how here, it's imperative that you listen tomorrow because what we're going to be doing is walking you through exactly how, to, how many BPOs you have to do every single day to pay your bills. And this is one of the things that... You know, we talked, we originally introduced this to the real estate industry, 2007, 2008. And we have to this day, people thanking us every single day for having taught them that because it made it so that they not only weathered the storm, but they actually thrived. We had people that were making 10,000, 20,000 a month off BPOs. They had a literal assembly line. Yeah. Well, I have an actual email I saved somewhere from a coaching client that said, and he's serious. He was not joking. He said, quote, I would be living under a bridge right now if I hadn't learned how to do BPOs. That's right. And so what we're gonna what we're gonna do tomorrow is talk about specifically how to drill down on that. Um, I'll tell you for sure the BPO train is gonna leave the station, and if you're not an urgent mover on that, by the time you get around to accepting the fact that you should have been doing them all the way along, you're gonna the, the BPO uh, companies aren't gonna need any agents because they're gonna be fully subscribed. That won't happen probably for the next. 30, maybe 90 days because agents always wait too long, but you absolutely positively need to be doing BPOs. You absolutely positively need to be calling your centers of influence and past clients. And look, you can call them with information about, I wouldn't talk too much about the coronavirus or as it probably should be called the Chinese virus. I would be focusing mainly on real estate stuff. Don't try to be, you know, this reason we're not talking a lot about it because we're not experts at it and there's so much information out there. And there, then it's going to go into a whole, did you hear, did you hear thing? No, you don't want to be wasting time talking about the latest news briefs from CNN or Fox or whatever. What you want to be focusing them on is, do you realize what the ramifications of the lowered mortgage rates are? Do you realize basically how this might be the best time ever for you to put your house on the market and how you then can take advantage of the low interest rates and move up to the house that you've always wanted or something of that variant? So we're going to be talking about that tomorrow, but definitely hit your centers of influence and past clients. Well, so let me jump in here, Tim, because the coaching that we had on today's premier coaching call was this, and I'm being very direct about this because they really have no excuses left. Everybody is home. You have two missions. Number one, to get to 100% lead follow-up as soon as humanly possible. These are people whose phone numbers you have who are looking for you to help them. Lead follow-up first. Second mission you have is to actually achieve 100% database communication. It could take you a week or two to get there. Yes, you should leave messages, but you, you're trying to actually communicate with 100% of your database. Well, but I've got 700 people in my database. Guess what? Everybody's at home and all you have is your phone right now. So make your, and we talked about if you've got a goal of doing 20 deals this year, because that meets or exceeds your goals based on your treasure map, 
you got to be doing a minimum of 20 real contacts per day. Now that can be a mixture of lead follow-up, database, past client, center of influence, probate leads, old open house leads. I, I mean, it could even be Zillow leads, but you got to have 20 real contacts if your goal is 20 deals. Now, if your goal is 50 deals and 50 contacts seems like too much five days of the week, you can supplement, that doesn't mean replace, that means in addition to, not instead of, with things like your bomb bomb videos, your messages to your past client center of influence, your database, so that you're reaching more people more efficiently if that number is really big and intimidating to do every day. For most of you, it's gonna be five, 10, 20 contacts per day, and you're gonna get there. Okay, so here it is. What time is it? It's a March 19th, and Julie and I are recording this at uh, 2.20 Atlantic time. We live in the Caribbean. Um, and there's a news report that just came out. You guys ready for this? Yeah, I read And that. we are predicting this. So you didn't get this one, did you? New York suspends mortgage no. payments. No, I didn't get New that. York suspends mortgage payments. Wow. Who, when did we predict that? Like 20 minutes ago. I, should we be self-congratulatory? <laughs> I, you know what? Somebody's got to lead these guys, so yeah. I have no problem with We that. knew that was coming, guys. It just made sense. That's and Julie, Julie and I have been going on six-mile walks every day. And that's what we've been doing for exercise since our gym is closed. And we're talking about what would be the things that we would do if we were the government if we didn't have to worry about the size of the check. And that was one of the That'd first one things. Of them. That was one of them. So there you go. New York State suspends mortgage payments. That's going to happen nationwide, I promise you. That's going to actually help. I personally think, I, look, I'm uh, Julie and I are libertarian in our hearts, and we're not big fans of the trillions of dollars that are being spent right now. But the reality of it is, is I would rather make it so that people can feed their families and worry about what's next next. Truthfully, that's my heart. That's where I'm at. I don't want to see people suffer. So look, New York State, good job leading the way on no mortgage payments. That's going to be a huge story that I'd also use to maybe consider it as uh, content when calling my centers of influence on past clients. Some of you guys- Yeah, have, you, you know what? If you live in New York and you're not calling your past clients right now, burning up those phone lines with that information, I don't know why you call yourself a real estate professional, honestly. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, Julia's fired up. Oh, I'm just saying, what kind of, that's like pretty <laughs> radical news. That's amazing. Yeah, well- For okay. 90 days? I know. Wow. I know. And the mortgage payments in New York aren't exactly small. No. Oh, you found the story. So so here's the thing, guys. Julie and I have a list of what we think is going to happen next. This was number two, that mortgage payments were going to be suspended. You will have to listen to what our other points are. We're going to do that probably on Sunday. We might do it on Monday. Tomorrow is all about BPO cash flow. We got to get you guys making money. Look, we're here. We've been this. We, Julie and I, Julie and I are forward deployed. We are locked and loaded, and we are one hundred percent ready for a market like this. We were born in a market like this. We are designed for a market like this. We, you, we have your backs. You do not need to worry about whether or not we know how to lead you through this storm. We do. This is what we do. Matter of fact, the seller's market's rather boring for us. <laughs> There's not much for you to do. This market is all about essentially taking action and leading. We're hoping that you learn. Immediately, you put your own mask on first from listening to us and take action, and that will get you confident. And then what we're hoping you do then is you're able to take that confidence as you feel more confident in your own ability to become a leader, and then you start taking care of your family, your neighborhood, your church, your synagogue, your mosque, any community people that you want to have an effect on. Because on the other end of this storm, the, there's going to be, and always are after changes like this, there's going to be an emergence of a new group of people who have, were willing to basically stand on the front lines when everyone else was in fear and, and lead. And that's what we're hoping you do. We're hope, and that's the reason we're tripling down 
on our messaging, tripling down on the content that we're providing, tripling down on the effort we're making for you, because we are hoping that we give you the courage and frankly, the gumption to be a leader in your own world. Please take this seriously, guys. Please take this seriously. This is a once in a lifetime, hopefully scary thing, but on the other side of it's gonna be a once in a lifetime opportunity. And some of you don't like talking about money, but here it is. The greatest fortunes of man have always been made during the greatest times of change. What else did you find? Uh, they're also suspending student loan payments. And they did that last things, week. Fun things like that. I mean, I honestly, uh, one thing that I'm seeing differently today, if you want to mark the day, is especially from our main listeners, our podcast listeners, our coaching clients, is actually excitement about this. Yes. Yeah, it kind of stinks to be sequestered at home. But when you get news like this, where you know what my mind went to is like three months times the average house payment in New York, maybe that's like twelve grand or something like that. You know, what are people going to spend that on when things come roaring back? I have this vision in the back of my mind of the roaring twenties happening. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right you know, because it'll be so much pent up. I was thinking today about like uh, nail salons and hair places. You know, when when everything opens up, the ones that are still in business, the ones that's, that's because survived, there's, there's going to be a lot of mangy look, fallout. For there's sure. going to be a lot of mangy looking people. I know. We're going to know what everybody's true hair color is soon. That, I know. That's a joke going around. But you guys, <laughs> but it's for, true, though. You can buy hair dye you know, from Amazon. So I, I don't know if that's a good for, one. Until they run out. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. But I, I do feel this But you know, what will be scary is if people can stop, like women who stop getting, well, men too, Botox and fillers. Yeah. I mean, all your friends and family are going to start looking their age. <laughs> so, so that's going to be a hot thing in a few months. What, what, but, are, you, uh, what are you laughing about? Is that a very personal uh, comment? You know it's time to end this podcast. But... <laughs> Anyway, I have had some uh, different than before today. I've been getting email and uh, texts from mostly our elite coaching clients saying, okay, you know what? This this is interesting. I'm going to observe this. And I, I think this is going to be pretty pretty good on the comeback. On the oh, yeah. I, I think actually, Julie, you're right about the Roaring Twenties thing. Mm-hmm. And, and we should have ta- I talked about that on another um, event I did earlier today. Mm-hmm. What Julie is saying absolutely is true because what the government has done I'll give you actual numbers, guys, because we're working on this for another podcast that we're working on, is that during the whole financial crisis between 07 and 09, they essentially pumped $873 billion into the economy. They've already pumped $1 trillion into the economy. And now they're saying it might be as much as $3 trillion in the economy. That's money that's flowing around that what's going to happen is when the economy, when this you know, is behind us, when the storm is behind us and people are feeling more confident, what she just said is accurate. There is going to be a massive spending spree because everyone's going to have money and access to credit. And that's going to cause inflation. And we can talk about what's going to happen after that. Probably not going to be good. Over the next three to five years, there's probably going to be some serious ramifications from hyperinflation. We don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But the reality of it is it's going to probably be a lot like the Roaring Twenties. Because people are going to have, you guys remember um, frugality fatigue after the recession, depression? That, that wasn't even close to what we're going through nope. now. Nope. Now you're going to have frugality. I mean, imagine what restaurants are going to do on the other yeah. side of this where people are just so sick of being in the house. Yeah, they're going to pound the Imagine all the babies that are going to be born nine months from now. I know. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> no. we're gonna, people are calling them what? coronials. Coronials. <laughs> that's horrible. I know. I know. I didn't make it up. But that's true, though. That's what it's going to be. Well, I mean, that's that will be a thing. You know it will. That's yeah. not even a joke. No, well, but see, these are the types of thoughts you guys need to be having. So listen, stay close to us during this Make time. Make the best of it. We're, and for coaching clients, we're going to be doing. I I've got Julie. There's your microphone. There's my mic. I've got Julie ninety percent talked into starting the live Facebook presentations for Walmart premiere. We're going to start doing a, um, uh, a 45, 30 to forty five minute 
question and answer on phone only. And then after that, for our premier coaching members, there's going to be a live semi-private um, private Facebook event where it's going to be video where you guys can ask questions. It's going to basically be focused on drilling down on real estate stuff, but also just a community building type thing. We're going to start doing that every single day in addition to our podcast. Like I said, guys, we're tripling down on the effort that we're making for you. We're, we've got your backs. We're your partners in this. So don't fret. You're not alone. If there's anything we can do for you, you can obviously and always just text me directly at 512-758-0206. And yes, I get dozens of texts per day. And I always respond to every text. Sometimes it might just be a thumbs up. And if it's a question or whatnot that I have to answer, and I might not get to it for a day, but I will get to every single question you guys have, or I'll forward it to one of our coaches on staff who will answer the question for you. We are all going to do whatever it takes to work with you to get through this, but you have to take action. We can't do the actual work for you. We can just basically guilt you, browbeat you, encourage you, motivate you, whatever it takes to get you to do it. And that's what we're going to do. That's what we do. So if you guys need us for anything, reach out. In the meantime, we want you to have a fantastic day. If you need to download your treasure map, text it to text the word Harris to 31996. Thanks. Have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.